Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Team, you are now welcome. Let's get to your seats in an orderly fashion. What's going on? What's going on? How are you? <sighs> a lot going on, man. Travel. Traveled around the world in 14 days. A couple time zones. And now we back, man. A few time zones. Very grueling. A few countries. It takes a lot out of you. <sighs> Somebody's got to do it. Somebody has to do it. It's, we, we the chosen ones. It's a lot to talk about today. Election tomorrow. Yep. Um, it's a lot going on right now in the, in the stock market. In the business world, in the world, period. So, welcome back to Market Mondays. Yeah, we back home. Back on the throne. Ian, what up? London, England, south of France. And all the spots in between, I know about you, man. Can eat you out, ladies, when I'm out in Japan. <laughs> eat you real giant. Where you get the karaoke tour going right now? I'm, I'm, I'm ready, bro. You know I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. How y'all doing? A little, little under, man, but we, you know, nothing stops the show. Nothing stops it. Show, nothing stops it. The show must go on. The you two won't strike us for using Jay-Z lyrics, will they? Uh, I hope not. Hopefully not. <laughs> I hope Hopefully not. not, man. That'd be hard. We get straight every every episode. That's the case. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But um, yeah, shout out to everybody. We're gonna do um put on a great performance tonight. A lot going on. Um, first, I can grab the leather jacket if y'all feeling down. <laughs> I got my shades ready, man. Nah, nah, nah. Show, Let's go. <laughs> first and foremost, um, rest in peace to take off. Absolutely, God rest his soul. Very important. Um, and we acknowledge that at the beginning of the show because we got that news. I was, it was, we was in Paris actually on the train. Yeah, it was. I found out when I was, uh. Got up. I was asleep for a little bit. Took the train from London to Paris and um, woke up and yeah, they told me that Takeoff had died. So it was kind of crazy because um, I don't know. But like Takeoff, that's not somebody that you know, you never expect anybody to pass away. But <clears throat> Migos is a legendary group. They're one of the best groups of Ever. All, all time. time. Ever. If not the best if you, Perhaps. Look, if you look at their catalog. Um, and their contribution to sound. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, that just kind of threw me off, and especially the circumstances that surrounded his death. So, uh, extremely- He never bothered nobody, man. That's the sad part. Quiet, mild-mannered, even- Stay out of the way, no drama. Yeah, Yeah. condolences to his whole family, condolences to Quavo, offset the whole QC family. It is a, it's an absolute tragedy. Absolute tragedy. Senseless. Yeah. Yeah, very- Y'all be careful out there. Very unfortunate situation. So, um, yeah, prayers to his family for sure. <clears throat> and um, on a much lighter note, uh, we have to acknowledge London. Yeah. Fest Fest Europe was a, a Amazing. success. Shout out to everybody that played a part. Um, 
from everybody that touched the stage to DJ to, you know, um, all of the interviews that we did to everybody that came to the event. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, it was an amazing experience to have 4,000 people in a different continent. The first, you know, real event that we've ever done outside of America. Um, and especially at that venue, the venue is amazing. It's immaculate. Yeah, I just felt like a concert. I said, I said that to somebody. I'm like, the pictures don't even do it justice. Like when you walk in, it, the pictures can't do it. Justice. You have to experience. Yeah, it. Yeah, you have to be there. Yeah, it was well, a, it was an amazing experience. So, um, yeah. Yo, shout out to everybody for showing up. I know we said we come in regal, but everybody. I mean, everybody that stepped on that stage delivered great and they look great doing it um and so it's going to be a story shout out to all the the videographers 13th grade that came out and and captured a tie who was all over the place yeah Ty was moving everywhere i think Ty was under the stage at one point yeah Ty was everywhere (laughs) shout out to ashley and her team that you know again delivered at, at a very high level it was incredible and uh shout out to 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 the uk all the party shout out to terrence j can we we shout Shout out out terrence Eastern Conference All-Star team. <laughs> Shout out Terrence one time. He came with the All-Star team. It did not disappoint. Shout out to t- oh, the Halloween party was legendary also. And Tate. Shout out to Tate. Shout There's too to many t- people to yes, shout out. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to everybody, man. Halloween party was legendary. That whole time, man. Such a great city. I really, really enjoy London. And London is It's a beautiful a city. It's a vibe. London is yeah, a vibe. Yeah, it's like a clean New York with no rats. Yeah. did not see a rat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not see a rat. I don't see a leaf on in, in London. I'm like, damn, you don't let the leaves touch the ground? Oh, London is immaculate city. And we still put out Market Mondays on that day. So Market Mondays. Right before the show. The show yeah. continues. Yeah. They so, said I had on my Kirk Franklin uh, pastor outfit. <laughs> that was funny in the comments, show. <laughs> that was good. I'm bringing that back next week. That was good. Hey, was good stomp remix. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Your video recap of the event, immaculate, bro. I, I want to tell you. I don't. I didn't. I saw you today. I didn't tell you that. It was incredible. The, the transitions were dope. The shots were dope, man. Kudos to your team. It looked. Incredible. Shout, yeah. Shout to Ryan. Shout to Daryl. Um, funny part, like I met Daryl when I was shooting uh, in South of all with Ashcash. I can't wait for the episode to come out. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm supposed to be over there with you in London." And I'm like. I know this is going to be legendary. So shout out to the team. Like, they're also amazing. We finished shooting Ashcast show. I'm like, you color graded this already? He like, no, this is the way I shoot. I'm like, boy, whatever that fee is, be so good that they cannot deny your high premium price. That's a it was fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's get into Oh, yeah. And shout out to Good Day in New York. Rosanna yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we did that this morning. We gave a little mm-hmm. bit away. All three of us, yeah, that was a legendary situation. Good day, New York is very important, especially if you're from New York. If you're from New York, that, that means a lot. So it was an honor to, to uh-huh. do that this morning. A lot of good information in a short period of time, actually. Um, looking back on the on the replay, uh, it was actually very impactful, six minutes. So um, shout out to the good folks at Fox 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy, yeah. happy birthday to my pops, man. I know he's watching. Oh, happy right birthday now. to your dad. That's yeah, amazing. 75. Uh, we took him out uh, to celebrate that. It is a milestone. He is the oldest of his generation. You know, his brothers never made it to 75. His mother never made it to 75. Wow. So he made it to 75. And I was, you know, happy that we all got to celebrate him. So I know you're watching. 
I know you're smiling. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I got to send some cat, some cupcakes or something. Oh, you got cash app? <laughs> I don't know if you got cash app. You got to send something to the house. Nah, you ain't got a cash app. <laughs> Yeah. Happy, birth- happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to Mr. Millens. Um, okay, so this is very important week for Earn Your Leisure. Tomorrow, uh Steve Harvey yes. Invest Fest episode comes out. A lot of gems, a lot of untold stories. Round two of the legendary, you know, round one changed the world. So round two, this is round two. Legendary. We we're dropping it as an episode tomorrow, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and all podcast outlets. And tonight on Revolt, shout out to my boy Drewski. Um, <laughs> that is the episode on Revolt right now. You know, it's so crazy because people don't understand like the business behind. Like he's actually a extremely intelligent business person mm-hmm. who's been killing the game. And he talked about you know how he built his social media following, how he got like an eight figure tour deal this year. Uh, wow! Um, yeah, yeah, he's killing on the tour mm-hmm. on the tour side, content. Um, you know, a lot of things that you wouldn't necessarily just think about when you see Drewski, but he's killing it and he's making a lot of money. Um, so is that how you got Chloe? Chloe, oh, you got her Kardashian Bailey? No, not Bailey, (laughs) (laughs) but who knows? I thought that was Gunner's girl. He locked, well, he locked up. Hold your head, strangest things have happened. Hold your head. Stranger things have happened. But uh, yeah, so check <laughs> check that episode out. Assets over liabilities tonight yeah. at 9 o'clock. And then it's on Revolt. So it comes on television all the time. And then YouTube, uh, Revolt's YouTube at 5 o'clock. And shout out to Geechee Gotti. Yeah. Hey. For, um, that was hard. Yeah. Shout out to my guy, Greg Self. He told me yesterday, like, yo, I don't know if y'all into battle rap, but there's a big battle. I'm like, who? He's like, Geechee Gotti versus uh, Murder Move. I'm like, of course. Of course, I actually follow Geechee Gotti. Um, I'm like, of course, I know them. And he's like, yo, Geechee just made a, a EYL reference. So I had to look, and um, it was a very clever bar. He said, uh, yeah, it was, it was you're not like, an asset no more, you're a liability. And he said something to the effect of choice, said choice, my name, choice, bro. um, try tired of paying you. So it was a double entendre because Smack, uh, his name is Troy, mm-hmm. so, which I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So it's very tough. clever wordplay because obviously assets over li- asset liability, and then Troy's tired of paying you. So everybody knows that you know Troy, um, but he he tied it in with Troy as opposed to Troy being smack, um, and he's tied in because like I said, he follows he, he he's tapped in. So I, right. I know that that's not a coincidence. So very clever wordplay, grown man yes. boss. Very clever wordplay. Shout out to Gichi Gotti and shout out to Murder Mook and shout out to Smack. We gotta get him on on because Smack DVD is legendary. Whoa, legendary! I actually been watching that since college. I remember when they was in the the hat stores and the in the in the clothing street store. corners with it. Yeah, Murder Mook is a, is a legend too. So take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Uh, all right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, Ian, any announcements? Yes, uh, Stock Club call will have will happen tomorrow. We'll be back back from London, so I'm happy to talk to everybody in Stock Club. Um, Hutch and David will be on tomorrow at 9:30 Central. Um, everyone's been asking me about the Black Friday deal, 500 per month. Yes, that will come out on Black Friday. Um, Alpha will come back in December, and Dream Team Trading Room is coming soon. If I made you money, please put yes in chat and wire me some money. <laughs> Love <Please>. y'all. <laughs> Good folks. We want to let you know about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and relentlessly focused on doing it right for both customers and our communities. Get with Ally so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. For everything we need, we are all better off with the Ally. Shout out to the good folks at Ally. Shout out to UM. We just got off the phone yes. with you, the UM team. We got something, uh, something brewing. December. As always. As always, yeah, you know. as always, you know, we, we we brewing. Get your clothes together. <laughs> if you miss London's That's fashion the early. week, there will be another one in December. That's the early signal. Yeah, get yourself, get we, your fits ready. We're working on a, a revamp of EYL University, something big that we, yeah, well, well announced. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah another bomb. Well, well announced. All right, um, folks. Yeah, no, this works really quickly. All right, uh, our, our content, well, do your own research, first and foremost. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Good folks, please continue to do your research. If it's great research, share it. Please do not duplicate Ian's research. We, we don't appreciate that. And he doesn't appreciate it. But this is a measure brought to you by the good brothers at Earn Your Leisure and the good brother Ian Dell the master investor himself. Continue to do it, y'all. It pays yes. off. Love y'all dearly. And, and and for those of you who were at um InvestFest Euro, um, I'll send Troy a shout the slides tonight. If you're in Stock Club, you'll have them tonight uploaded. But if you because Trap and I didn't get to finish our presentation, so the least we can do is give you the slides for free. Um, so you guys will have that if you were at InvestFest Euro this week. Mr. Over Deliver. Yeah, yeah. So we got to do what we can. And oh, everyone drop your cash apps in the comments tonight. I will be picking five of you to bless you. I was wondering um, what was going on. I see a lot of cash apps going on already. I'm trying to figure out what. Yeah. What, I missed something, but okay. And we have a, we have, yeah. a, we have an announcement about Market Mondays Live. We'll, we'll do that in a couple minutes. Yeah. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's start the show and then we can we can build some anticipation and build some numbers. Let the beat bill. Let the beat bill. <laughs> um, all right. So what is the streaming trade that you like for the fourth quarter? And who is uh, a quiet victor in this space that no one is talking about? Perfect. So I want you guys to write this down. There are a couple companies that you can trade. 
Uh, the streaming wars are intensifying. There'll be a couple of winners. So number one, Roku. You want to look for a Roku short. Before I get into the entire trade, though, trading has considerable risks. Please consult your advisor. Do not overtrade if you have not practiced trading. This is not an easy play for you just to make money and then go blow it on some girl you met on Instagram. So please be careful. Um, Roku, short. Netflix, number two. We're looking to go long. Paramount. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay 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 Ne on netflix yep paramount short disney short microsoft long so roku short netflix long microsoft long paramount short disney short and you only get one trade in this quarter for this trade so i know some people are probably saying why microsoft microsoft doesn't have streaming they built the ad platform for the ad supported part for Netflix. So when I keep going back to who has the biggest bag, they're going to get in every industry. Um, they helped facilitate that $6 per month or $7 a month advertising stream for Netflix. So long Microsoft, long Netflix, which I haven't been in a while, short Roku, short Paramount, short Disney, do short targets. And also for my traders, if you are shorting in the market intraday when there's a lot of volume, Put your stop loss at the top of the market of the previous day. And if you're going long, put your stop at the bottom of the market for the previous day. You have to give your trades enough room to breathe. So if you have like a really tight stop in this volatile market, you're going to get clapped. You don't want that. Um, so give your trades some room to breathe. You want to do one each and only one per quarter. So one trade for Roku, one for Microsoft, one for Netflix, one for Paramount, one for Disney. After that, stop. If you do more than that, you may get destroyed how some meta employees will this week. I will be there Wednesday. <laughs> Zuckerberg, cut my check, please. So I can save this company. I, 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 pressure. <laughs> I was listening to it. And that was for the fourth quarter, correct? We're talking about just the fourth quarter. Yep. Yeah. So I know people are like, wait, Disney. I, I, I'm So, yes, I agree. And it's funny when I, I looked at the, the notes and it was like, what's the quiet victor in the space? I think the king of the hill is the quiet victor in the space and that's Netflix, which is interesting because yep. for the past, you know, eight to 12 months, we've just been saying like, how are they gonna do it? How are they gonna do it? Where are they gonna get revenue from? We saw subscriber growth go down for two quarters. And then in the third quarter, we saw growth, which was interesting mm -hmm. because nobody was expecting it. And so they, they gained like 2.4 million subscribers in the third quarter and they're projecting to have about 4.8. Now those numbers, Obviously, a down from the peaks when they were getting like 8 million subscribers, 7 million subscribers mm -hmm. a quarter. But it's encouraging, right? Because they've reversed the course of how they were gaining subscribers. Plus, they have new way to get revenue, right? Mm -hmm. Like nobody's talking about it. But yeah, like they they unleashed their ad revenue model where they're going to you're going to pay six ninety nine and you're going to get ads in it. And if you don't, you got to pay more. So that's the first thing where they're going to gain revenue, which is all right. This is great because they're already leading the space. Although mm -hmm. Disney has caught up to them as far as subscribers. I think the other part is the international growth. And that's what uh it's gonna it's it they're so far ahead in that space. Right. And I'm not even talking about just North America where they, you know, they have over I think they had over 70 million subscribers last quarter. But if you look at what they're doing in the Asian Pacific market, it's uh crushing it. It's 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 pretty impressive. In fact, out of all the regions that they are offered in, the the growth is exceeding in, in that market. I don't even more so 
than North America. I think North America has probably been about 70 to 80 million consistently throughout the past 12 months. If you look at what it's done in Asian Pacific, I mean, that's it looks like a chart in itself where it's like, all right, this is something we need to be involved in. So it's interesting that when, when we were thinking about the the, the quiet killer in this space, it's, it's probably yeah. the King of the Castle and, and that would be Netflix. I think another one to, to keep an eye on though is um this uh, HBO uh, merger with uh, Discovery. Just from the standpoint, yeah. yeah, just from the standpoint of, of two companies that actually are facilitating needs that they don't have, right? So HBO, before even they had HBO Max, wasn't the greatest like streaming service. Like if you ever had it, it was like, you try to pause it, it cuts off, you try to rewind it, it cuts off. So they had customer issues with that. Discovery is probably the number one rated. If you look at the statistics, the number one rated streamer, they just don't have the content. <laughs> so if you match the two together, it makes for a good partnership because HBO has the content and they have a loyal base and they have shows that people actually mm -hmm. watch, whether it's House of Dragons or it's Euphoria, which is huge. I know yeah, there are some hits on their platform now. Succession is big for them. Um, so they, when you combine those two things, I, I think it's a, it's an interesting one to keep your eye on in the streaming world. And also, if you look at any sector, I want you guys to write this down. If you take the top five players, usually three of them are going to do really well. The other two are going to fall doing a bullish market, doing a bearish market. Two are going to do really well. Three are going to fall. So this is like a trade that you can run in almost every sector. So you can even look in like the cannabis market, oil and gas market, tech. So I'll probably short matter, long Apple, long Microsoft, short snap. I don't need any more tech enemies. Uh, but you can find five players in any space and, and do this like diversion trade where you're a long two and short three. So for those of you to do options, um, I wouldn't load the boat because like we've kind of hit the bottoms on a lot of these, but it is a good trade if you are into trading stocks or trading options to, to do this kind of diversion split in a sector. All right, we'll mind to the situation. Let's talk about this. Yeah, that's Rashad's um, new quote for when he doesn't agree. <laughs> I'm catching on. <laughs> that boy good. Boy good. Let's, All right, well. <laughs> we shall keep a close eye on this. <laughs> yes. A, a U.S. senator has been shorting the U.S. economy by buying the bear ETF. Is mm -hmm. this wrong? And how can we take advantage of it? Call him out. Say his name. <laughs> that I don't want to do. I've learned the style of politics. I'm good. I learned from power. Uh, a senator from a Delaware. We'll say that. How's yes. That? We'll uh, the ticker is HDGE. So it's hedge. Um, is it wrong? I mean, I think eventually at some point they will stop politicians from being able to invest in trade in the capacity that they are now. I'm glad Pelosi's husband and uh, I mean, it is okay. He got attacked. And a lot of people said that was because of the proposed insider trade and stuff that was going on but there is a quote i've mentioned it before we talked about it earlier with like uh politics in the upcoming election the purpose of, of ascertaining or gaining money is to get power and then using that power to protect the capital that you've ascertained um i don't think that is wrong but i think when you are not alerting the public if i were running for congress or senator or anything i would let my constituency in on the moves that i'm being a part of so um hdge i don't absolutely love but if you got it at 24 bucks a couple months ago i wrote it up to 32 it was a good trade 
Um, it's an inverse ETF. I like UVXY a little bit better. These I would only hold for maybe two to three days maximum. Um, but I want everyone to be aware that even when a market is falling apart, there are ways that you can make money, whether by buying a company one at a great price that is like at a five or 10 year low, number two, investing in an inverse ETF, or number three, like trading your way to having more gains. Do I think it is wrong? No. Um, I think the process should be a lot more open. And I really think in the next two or three years, if senators or politicians are going to invest in these kind of companies or get the information flow and take advantage of it through a significant other, they should do it on an open platform where everybody in the world is able to see so that, that they're able to take advantage of it in real time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Some rub. I just, I just didn't, I wasn't feeling it. I'll be honest with you. When you realize who, who the, the gentleman is and you realize that the chair that he sits in, he's on the Senate finance committee. That's interesting. <laughs> Right, like it, yeah. something about that just doesn't sit well, right? Like you obviously have information that the general public doesn't. And so I'm with you on the fact that, yeah, if you're gonna do it, let's put it on the open platform where it, you know, people are aware of it. But the fact that you sit on the finance committee and you're trading, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's been happening for decades. I think right. that people are just becoming aware of it as of recent. So yeah. The Pelosi thing brought a lot of attention to it. And then to see those trades become so successful. And it was like, wait, hold on. She I, has I, the real crystal ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pelosi is undefeated. Well, she yeah. lost. I think she might have did it intentionally with, with some of the or, trades. Or was that tax loss, tax loss harvesting as well? Like when I went back and looked at it around the time when she was doing it, yeah. some of it was to save face, but I was wondering if some of those losses were to offset for another reason. But... Yeah, that track record is is insane. But yeah, you can take advantage of it. And we have given a couple of sites before. Homework time. What are the sites that would allow you to track what the senators are trading? Please put them in chat. That will be our first cash app winner of tonight. Speaking of winning, <laughs> is it possible we can talk about Madison Square? Yeah, let's do it. So Madison Square Garden, we have an announcement. So if you've been following, obviously, you know, we're doing a live show at Madison Square Garden on 11-27. Yes. And, um, you know, we have Mouse Jones there doing trap karaoke. We have Josh yes. Brown from CNBC. We have Peter Tuckman, uh, Einstein of Wall Street. A lot of people loved his episode that we did live mm -hmm. from Wall Street. Um, we have Don Peebles, who is the most successful black real estate developer in American history, um, building a skyscraper, black owned skyscraper in New York City. Musical performer, legendary mm -hmm. Jada Kiss. Shout out to the king. The Put your up. For a special performance. And this is actually the same stage that, you know, that legendary Dipset Locks battle happened on. So uh, I need to hit a freestyle live. Yeah, we, we, we play on the, the jersey out the rafter. Yeah. Um, so Jada Kiss will be in the building. I actually, it's so crazy because. So I was in Yonkers the other day and um, I had like a check. I went to my doctor, my doctor's in Yonkers. So I was in the area. So I'm like, I'm gonna pull up on Styles and, and they got a juice bar. So I'm like, you know, I'm gonna get some juice. So I pulled up on a juice bar to, to get a juice. And who do I see outside? Jadakiss. King <laughs> so, himself. <laughs> he's with my guy Sticks, shout out to Sticks. So they was outside just chilling. So I ended up having like a half an hour conversation 
Um, so he's looking forward to it. He's locked in. JD Kiss will be in the building. Magical performance on eleven twenty seven, and yes. we still got we still got some more tricks up our sleeve. So the thing about it is that, as reference point, you saw what happened in London. Um, you saw what happened in Atlanta. You saw what happened mm-hmm. last year in Apollo. Like you know, anytime we do these things, and what happens is that as they get closer to the date, the momentum just keeps building, building, and building, and building, and building. And then eventually, it just there's no more tickets left. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't wait to the last minute. Get your tickets, Madison Square Garden. I'll put the link in. Uh, I'll pin the link. But um, this is gonna be one of the ones, man. That I, I might, I might even gonna sit here and and lie to you, or try to overhype the situation. Um, nope. This is this is one of the ones, man. Madison Square Garden, yeah. Black Friday, um, weekend. Everybody that I just named, you got you know real estate, you got stocks, you got you know top DJ. We even named DJ Sus one will be in the building. Shout, Shout out to Sus. Sus. Home Let's go. What up? What up? Power one hundred five. Um, Jada Kiss. It's so many elements. It's so many elements to this thing, man. And like I said, we're not even done yet. So um, this is going to be, it's going to be up there as as, as one of the greatest performance of uh, the year. And, yeah. And that's 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 not easy to to do. So it's going to be a hell of a performance. I mean, I've been undefeated on these stages. Tune in next week. We may announce another person that's been undefeated. <laughs> Earners, what's going on? Look, everyone likes shopping online, but searching for coupon codes is kind of a bummer. So make saving online a breeze with Capital One Shopping. Capital One Shopping is a free tool that instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Just download Capital One Shopping to your computer and let it do the work for you. So easy. And you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. Capital One Shopping, it's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. I don't know. Amy, send the paperwork over back to them and then we Yeah. Because I'm ready to go crazy next week. This announcement come through. Y'all thought I was screaming in Vegas. Oh, baby. Get your popcorn ready for next week. And the 25 stocks to invest in during a recession. The 50 not to touch. Two new trading strategies. Man, if I made you money, please put yes in chat. And you get the bundle pack um, for Ian. It's a variety of different things. You get... uh, Sniper program, stock club. Yo. I'm going to step over your point. Go ahead. Get your ticket. Get your ticket. That's just my passion talking. Get your ticket. <laughs> get your ticket while they while they still last, man. You get tickets as low as $75, man. Get your tickets as, as long as they last. And everybody always asks what we do for New York. This is it. We man. Know. Like, you know. We may Atlanta. go to Brooklyn Chop House after. Who knows? <laughs> the official after party. <laughs> for real. Shout out to the Bronx. <laughs> we're gonna move around. <laughs> so East pinned, Orange, Newark. We we're gonna be out. What are we doing? I pinned the link. Uh the link is also in the description of this video. It's also in, in our on our website. Get your tickets and don't miss history. And shout out to JD Kiss, one of the greatest rappers of all time. Absolutely. Yeah, never, never lost. Nah, one four. And, and kudos to him and his dad for launching um the coffee company. You remember the full name of it? I don't want to misquote it. Uh, I get it for you right now. It's, it's his son as well. Shout out to his son. Oh, your son as well. Yeah, yeah. It's three yeah. generations. That's incredible. Yeah. Shout out to JD Kiss, man. Well, while we're on that political conversation, tomorrow's a big day. Um, it is the midterm elections, and there's a lot of talk. And um, 
it's a very pivotal race. A lot of governors, Senate race, congressmen, mm-hmm. a lot going on, a lot going on. Uh, a lot of people already voted, early voting. Um, but if you didn't vote early, then you can vote tomorrow. So I was talking to 19 Keys yesterday. I was just going to ask, should would he even be voting? Yes. So I was talking 19 Keys yesterday. So first of all, shout out to Jamal Bowman. Yes. He is our congressman. Good dude. Yeah, 16th district. Yes. Yes. Mm. Very good dude. We uh, had a great conversation with him and an extremely educational conversation with him. So 19 Keys put a post up and uh, I don't want to misquote him, but he was pretty much saying that voting is not the end all be all answer to the situation. And, um, you know, he got a lot of, he got some pushback from people saying like, you know, you got to vote. It's very important to vote. It's it's ignorant to say not to vote. Uh, Pushback. Pushback. But here's the deal. Um, And I, and I actually had a great, good conversation with him. I had an epiphany when speaking to Jamal Bowman is that voting actually is beneficial. It actually is important, but it's only half of the equation. That's what they don't tell you. That's now, what, what is the tell. other half of the equation, Rashad? <laughs> Cliffhanger. <laughs> Are you on the edge Tune of your seat, ladies and gentlemen? Week, right? Tune in next week. <laughs> yeah. Move closer to the screen. It's <laughs> a square garden. <laughs> so, so, so small we, part. So, so there's so there's these things called packs, right? political action committees, and then they have super PACs, right? So these are what's called lobbying groups. And Washington government is controlled by lobbyists. You have very strong lobbyists from, you have the NRA, which is the the gun, obviously National Rifle Association, extremely strong lobby. You have the the pro-life lobby, very, very strong. You have pro-choice lobby, Mm -hmm. very strong. You have APAC, mm-hmm. uh, which is the lobby for the state of Israel, mm-hmm. which I was told by congressmen is the strongest lobby out of any lobby. Um, you have a variety of different lobbies. You have tobacco. all kind. You have the tobacco lobby. You yep. got the insurance lobby. You got the uh, pharmaceutical lobby, healthcare lobby. You got so many different lobbies, right? So here's the here's the here's the thing that that that. People need to understand. I'm gonna do a choice. I'm gonna sip some water real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so voting is voting. Voting is important, right? Because it's like you know, people you have to have elected officials. But when he's talking to um to the congressman, and he said his first day in office last year, he got like hundred calls from the pro life lobby. They put a lot of pressure on him, and he's like every single day his office gets calls and emails from all kinds of different lobbies. The the one group that he's never gotten a call or email from is a black lobby mm. because there is none. Mm. So this is the problem, right? Sm- small ones, but just yeah. N- none significant. Significant ones, yep. So this is the problem, right? You, you, you keep encouraging people to vote, but there's no pressure put on politicians to do anything. So this is why it's a perpetual cycle of frustration because we're getting politicians elected but we don't have enough economic power or enough wherewithal or enough even education to know 
what to do when they get elected or even mm-hmm. before they get elected. So other groups are actually using our voting block because we do have a significant voting block. They're using our voting power to get politicians elected to further their agendas. So the conversation that needs to be had now is not just voting. It's a conversation of political action committee and having a black super PAC where now you can financially put pressure on politicians and force them to do things as opposed to just waiting for them to do something. Or hoping that they'll do something. Yes. That's the part of the equation that nobody's talking about. And the thing about it is, you know, just drilling down on this situation even further. The problem is that like, so if you got a a super PAC, like the pro life, that their thing is just one issue, right? Or, or pro gun lobby. That's one issue or whatever the lobby is. That's they have one issue singular where black people is like, you know, 150 different issues Mm -hmm. and nobody agrees on anything. So it's extremely difficult, right? But you focus on one issue. So let's pick an issue that everybody can, can kind of at least agree upon on some level. Like let's not say it though. Don't say it. Why? That's Why not the bag. Go ahead. <laughs> well, we, we said it on, on the episode. So I feel like if we had a, <laughs> if we have a if we have a pack, if we have a, a super pack on reparations, right? That's something that mostly everybody can agree upon. And you raise money. It doesn't even take that much money. Say $50 million is a nice super pack. So now you have, you know, all of the top athletes, entertainers, businessmen, and then regular people, grassroots. You should be able to raise that amount of money. And now you hand you hand select the politicians that you want to run campaigns for, and then you put extreme economic pressure on them when they're in office. That if they don't do what you want to be done, mm-hmm. they're not going to be in office next year. You're not going to fund their campaign. Mm-hmm. You're going this dirty game. You run smear campaigns against them. This is what actually is really happening in real life. And now you become a more savvy block of voters as opposed to just voting blindly with no real agenda to push and no real economic Mm -hmm. engine behind it. So it was a very involved conversation, but I think it's important to have, especially around election day, because I don't think that people are fully aware or educated on the political process and they have good intentions. And they think that they're going out and they're voting. And that's, that's something that is going to be beneficial and it can be, but Mm -hmm. as a whole collectively, it's really not. And this is why we're not making the same progress that other people are making in the political realm. So it's, it's important to be educated on that. And it's important to take steps forward to kind of correct the situation. Yeah. I'm not a uh, political expert, but Aaron does have a good quote in here that voting does have an impact, but money is way more impactful. Last week, I told you guys to check out um, Carl Icahn's documentary on HBO Max. So he would be called a corporate takeover artist or activist investor. Um, What Rashad is proposing is the same process pretty much in a political landscape. Going back to that quote, power, money to get power, and then the power to then protect the money. It is a ongoing cycle. So when you see an activist investor come in like Icon, and Icon is really the reason why Apple has had the growth that it's had the last seven years in the stock market. 
he organized a group of people and met with Tim Cook and said, hey, if we can put this plan together, I will back you and put all of my dollars behind you. And as a result, the shareholders of Apple have benefited greatly. I'd be one of them. Thank you, Carl Icon. We have to do the same thing in our community. So if you need a blueprint that has worked well at scale in corporate, that documentary is a great one. And other corporate takeover artists uh, have tried to do similar things, but he's the most successful one. So interesting to say the least, sure. but I'm staying out of, out of the political realm. And, and and the thing about it is you can't be partisan. Either these packs, the packs are not partisan. They they'll they'll back whoever is for their agenda. So mm -hmm. it's like APAC. APAC, they'll put money in Republican campaigns, they'll put money in Democratic campaigns. The common theme is what they want accomplished. So it's like if you have if you have an issue, you can't be you you can't be held hostage to one political party. That's another problem. Yes. You, you you have to have an an open playing field and whoever is going to push the agenda forward that is who the money goes behind. That's extremely important and also it's important to hold these politicians um accountable cuz like he was telling us the con congressional black caucus I think there's like 46 members in the congressional black caucus which is congressman so he was saying right now just with the congressional black caucus if they wanted to take a, if they wanted to say we're not voting because congress passes laws they vote on laws if we don't if we're not voting on any law until uh reparations gets passed or reparations gets brought up they can literally shut down the government just the black people in congress with no outside help they have they have enough in Congress right now. Mm -hmm. He was like, the problem is that the backlash that'll come from that. Yes, yeah, so he's so, gonna finance them after they get fired. Yeah. <laughs> but if right now, as of right now, they have enough numbers to shut the government down right now and really force a real, real conversation on, on that issue. And I'm just using reparations because that's just a, a really you know, Don't get choked up. It's okay. We, we, we with you. <laughs> now I'm just saying that it could be a variety. It could, it could be criminal justice reform. It could be whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, but most people don't even know that. Most people don't even understand yeah. how Congress works, the difference between Congress and the Senate and, you know, the presidency. And House and Senate. Governor. No, it's the House of Representatives, Representatives and Senate. Yeah, and that's not the, the House of Senate, the House and the Senate. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that's Congress. Um, so a lot of people don't don't aren't fully aware of the educational process, but it's important. It's very important, and the voting thing. And like I said, I spoke to 19 Keys about this, and we had a very good conversation. And he he he's agreed with me that voting voting is important, but not in the way that we think about it. And I think a lot of people that are just you know telling people just vote, 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 vote. I think they have good intentions, yes. but they, they might not be fully informed on what really creates change. Voting with no, with having no demands is the equivalent of being an activist in a company and owning that, no equity or no shares of a company. It is a wasted venture or endeavor. Yeah. 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 Probably I mean, so. That's a Needless to say, the episode is going to be very powerful. <laughs> so yeah. make sure you check it out. And, and we talked about the uh, just the last point. Of it is like we saw 141 million people vote in the, the general election. 141 people, right? Obviously, Joe Biden had the majority vote there. 
But when it comes to midterm elections, people have could care less. And it's the it's the strangest thing. Like even when he talked about his his journey to become a congressman and um, the lack of people that voted for the incumbent, it was just like, wait, that's all you needed? That's it? Mm -hmm. Because people just don't really take midterm elections as seriously as they can. And they these are the elections that can affect your everyday life. Yes, the presidential election is important, but these local elections are affecting your every have way more day, impact. Like your every single day. Mm -hmm. And we still don't uh, even like, we don't know the information. We don't know who's running. We just get up and we say, all right, I'm going to vote today. And it's like, yo, that affects your life way more than you voting for the president. Yeah. But, but Jamal Bowman. Good dude. Good dude. Um, he does not take any um, PAC money or any corporation money. So, and he, he actually had enough. Um, common sense to sit down with us. You would think that more, that was 19 Keys situation. 19 Keys was like, yo, we got all this influence. We bringing all these people, da, 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 da. And the politicians not even taking the time to even have a conversation with us. Uh, but you have to credit the ones that actually do. And yeah. uh, he is somebody, I mean, he's our congressman for our district, which is uh, 16. Part of the Bronx and then it's Westchester. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah no Bronx, 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 New Rochelle. New Rochelle, White Plains, White Plains Greenberg. Yeah. Um, He's black, black, black guy. Obviously, his name is Jamal. Former principal. Um, yeah, former principal from the Bronx. But just a very, very. He he opened my eyes at least to a lot of the things, a lot of stuff I knew. But sometimes somebody tells it to you, and um, you know he opened my eyes to a lot, and um, definitely a good dude. So if you're in those areas, you should vote for him. We try to stay uh, non-political, but uh, sometimes we do have our favorites, and uh, he is a he's a good guy. So. Yeah, shout out to Jamal Bowman. And if you're in Georgia, Herschel Walker does not seem like a good person to vote for, and be honest with you. He's scary. He's very scary. Oh, man. What, what, what don't you like about Herschel? I don't. I just want it for the laughs and giggles. Go ahead. <laughs> Herschel Walker is um extremely hard. My Lord. You know, the problem, this is my problem with Herschel Walker. I don't, I'm not mad that he's a Republican. I'm not mad that he's pro-life, whatever. I'm, my issue is that you find a football player who has no career. Like if they could have found somebody way better to represent the conservative views, right? Like you could I'm not in the era where everybody care about lights, not, not to cut you off and viewership and, and sensationalism. Well, a lot of people, I mean, Herschel Walker, let's be honest. A lot of people aren't even familiar with him. Like I'm familiar with him because I'm from that era. Yeah. But there's a lot of kids that don't even know who Herschel Walker is. This is the first time even hearing about him. So kids like, are voting though. You take you take a mediocre football player, like it's disrespectful. Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's enough that I'm sure if there was a that, black doctor, a black accountant who's conservative, who's pro life, that you could have all the views that you want, but mm -hmm. just get somebody that's actually qualified that can actually complete a sentence. He sounds like he got CTE. He's going crazy on, on these debates. <laughs> he's bugging out. Like he's it's hard for him to finish sentences, and I'm listening. And um it's tarnishing his legacy because he's just running around with it. It's just, it's just nonsense. And then you run around with all these senators and they back and you know that he's not intelligent and you're backing him. That's a slap mm. in the face. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's yeah. not intelligent and you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's something that is just like a joke, but you backing him and he's winning. Maybe they're backing him on purpose for that reason. Exactly. That's yeah. my yeah. point. Easy yeah. puppet to control. That's, yeah. that's my whole yeah. point. And yeah, he's at, yeah. well, I mean, the preliminary polls have him leading right now, which is like yeah. even more so like, 
Georgia. If Uncle Ruckus get in office, what we doing, Georgia? Uncle, well, we gotta come to Atlanta. Uncle Ruckus, that's what it is. We Man. Come down We've been out of Atlanta too long. Yeah, yeah, we gotta come back. But whatever you choose tomorrow. I mean, today you, you, get, got, you, got you, you chose violence today. Doctor Oz, he's out mm-hmm. here. He's running. He, he's running. Pennsylvania. For, he's running for senator, I believe, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, Stacey Abrams, she's running for governor. Yep. It's a couple. Um, High profile, yeah. Situation. Some big, some big states are, are up for grabs, um, and obviously it has an impact on on the market. Um, well, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Let's go there. So, Speaking of um, impact on the market, go ahead. So, stock market um, usually goes up. This is a historical fact. We've talked about this several different times. I got you. Mm-hmm. Usually goes up after midterm elections, especially when the government is split. Meaning, like, so. Let's say the Republicans take control of the House. Now it'll be a split government mm-hmm. uh, where they have a Democratic president. So when it's not just like one party controlling all branches. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, the Dow Jones finished the day up 423 points. S&P was up 36 points. NASDAQ is up 89 points. And it looks like the market is up in after hours as well. Yeah. So... Um, the real test to be tomorrow morning, though, because Mondays and Fridays have the highest probability of going up due to reporting the clients. But if we end up tomorrow and Wednesday, that is a great sign. Um, speaking of volatility in the market, if Trump announces that he is going to run for president again, and yeah. that will throw some volatility in, in the market for sure. And with Elon having a Twitter platform and I don't know, you may even see Trump on parlor with EA. Hmm. This will be a very interesting two years. Also, during times of economic calamity or economic downslide, you have a higher probability of a dictatorial-like candidate winning and running for office. So I know it may be like a joke that Trump could come in and win. No, that's not a joke. No, no, that's real. I mean, we spoke about that with the congressman. I think if if Donald Trump decides that he wants to run, he at least has a 50% chance. His biggest problem will actually be getting elected from the Republicans because the Republican establishment doesn't like him um, because he went rogue. But I don't see how he doesn't have a very good chance of winning. If he can manage to to, um, get get the Republican nomination... Mm-hmm. I, think I, I think he wins. Yeah. I think he wins. The only thing that he, he he might have a hard time getting a Republican nomination. We got the criminal lawsuits too. That's what I'm saying. He that got a lot, he got a lot going, going on. on. But yeah. he has a he has at least a 50% chance <sighs> of, of winning because at the end of the day, he still got millions and millions and millions of people that support him. Yeah. He had mm-hmm. the second most votes in, in the history. In the history. This is facts. This is facts. Here's, here's a question. While, while acting like an idiot. Yeah. Imagine if he comes in and tries to act presidential and has a good VP and a good cabinet. If he finds a Rumsfeld next to him, he could be dangerous. But I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, just to add to the his, from a historical standpoint of midterms, I just wrote down some historical facts. So uh, the S&P, I didn't even know this before reading it. The S&P has uh, risen 15% in the 12 months after midterms since 1950. 15%. That's pretty ridiculous. All right. And so like when people are looking at I know I'm glad that we, we broke down what the, the yields meant um, with Steve Leesman uh, a couple of weeks ago, because here's what this means when Republicans and uh, break up the Democratic control. All right. Uh, so Congress is, would likely uh, send historically high bond yields tumbling, given that Republicans historic commitment to less government spending. So that's the first thing. And the other part mm-hmm. of it is that 
that will send stocks up as well, given the inverse relationship between bond yields and equity prices. And so if we see bond yields go down, obviously equity prices go up. So when we talk about how this can affect the stock market, right? If the Republicans can break the, the threshold of, of not having a democratic control of the Congress, that's what that means, right? So you'll see that inverse bond yields go down, equity prices go up. Also, recessions uh, are more likely to happen when a Republican is president. I mean, if they do say the bond yields lower, I mean, we're at some of the lowest levels we've had in hit. Like, hypothetically, if they go any lower, I'm looking at TOT, the low is $80.51. That would be the low from 2004. Like, how much more do they want the bond market to drop as a result? This is the first time in history, I think in 19... Uh, excuse me, in 90 years, that a 80-20 equity and bond split is negative. Like, we're, I mean, if you think Redfin and Zillow has collapsed, if you go look at the bond market, which I call August of 2020, when we hit the top, we've seen levels that we've never expected to hit in the bond market. The bond market has crashed like tech stocks, which is not supposed to do. Um, you guys need to go do your research on if they do drive the bond market lower, what is the motivation and reasoning behind that? And at yeah. some point, they're going to erode the 401k market away so bad the way that they did pensions in the late 1970s and late 1980s as well, if they do. So, so all right. So let's talk about this. It looks like the Republicans are probably gained some, a lot of momentum on this election. Shellacking um, for the Democrats, to quote Obama. Potentially. So looks like we'll probably have a split government. So is his, if history is any indicated, that means that the stock, that means that this election will be good for the stock market, especially I think from tomorrow to April. Yep. Best is, the best, is the best time frame. So, okay. Will the stock market have a, have a nice run from tomorrow to April? assuming things go the way that we think they will go with the Republicans taking a lot of seats. Troy, you want to go first and then I can chime in. No, I was going to say there's, there's still factors, right? Like obviously outside of just, just the election. I think one of the things that people are not paying attention to is the CPI number comes in Thursday and that will tell us if where inflation is at, where are we at with inflation? Is it cooling down or is it not cooling down? do we have to raise money, more basis points? I think that's something that is extremely important, right? Because like if we're talking over the next six months, and if you look at historically where they're saying we're going to be in March with, with the rate, they're thinking like, all right, I've seen some projections at 4.85 to 5%, mm -hmm. right? Like that's going to, like, I don't care who's in office. Like if inflation keeps rising, that's still going to hurt the market. So I think there's a Absolutely. lot of other factors that we have to pay attention to. Um, Three big things. Or we can get to it at some point, but the layoffs. Um, you have Meta laying off Zillow. Morgan Stanley is laying off people, and not because they want to. They have to make the balance sheet. Like, and for everyone listening at home, if you don't know, they're laying off. One of the first measures that you can take is to lay off people to get more liquidity in your company. When you have the biggest companies on the face of the earth laying off thirteen to twenty percent of their workforce, it is a sign that things are really bad. Number two. Um, I read a stat that 49% of small business owners cannot pay their rent in the month of October. So those stats around the economy being better the six months after, that's why I was saying maybe three weeks ago, you need to go look at those stats and see if that's true when quantitative easing is not there. Uh, quantitative easing was kind of like a uh, a hack 
if you had the stock market on God mode. Um, we can go into, if we want to later, the stuff with FTX and then run into liquidity issues. Um, I remember even earlier this year when we was in Miami talking with Terrence and I'm like, Coinbase could go out of business and everyone thought I was crazy. And FTX could argue is more popular. They're having liquidity issues. And then there are some hedge funds that could be going out of business in the next two or three years. So I think the market overall, for sure, the S&P 500, the Dow is calibrated and weighted to always do well. But the rest of the general market, I am concerned about, especially since we're having all these layoffs. All right. Yeah, big layoffs. And Meta was up today, even with the with the announcement of all their layoffs. As it's it's the best thing, and I hate to say it, it's the best thing they've done in maybe two years. Like they've hired too much. And once again, yes, I made the prediction about Meta falling apart, the death of Facebook. I caught it February twenty fourth of this year. Incredible talent. Once again, leadership needs to be adjusted. I really think Zuckerberg needs to go to that chairman role, but the layoffs is going to free up a bunch of money. The biggest issue is that they've overinvested in the metaverse, but they have incredible talent. I, I will say that, but they just hired too many damn people. It's like if you were on the NBA team and you hired 60 practice players. Yeah. It's like, in theory, it was good when money was flowing through like crazy, but once interest rates adjust and i don't think the fed is going to stop adjusting these rates and they've been a little bit too slow to react so i think even if they do introduce quantitative easing back into the system it may not be until 2026 um they're going to destroy this market to get things back to normal unfortunately normal is going to look like 2007 to 2008 yeah. all over again we, i mean even with the layoff standpoint when, when elon was making the announcement that he was cutting the Twitter staff and people were just in an uproar and it was like, okay, maybe the, 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 the method that he's in, like by nine o'clock tomorrow morning, everybody, like 30% of you people are gone. That part might've been, you know, too rough, a, a little rough, but yes. the next day was the most interesting part when Jack Dorsey apologized for hiring too many people. Exactly what you're saying that, that meta has done. You know, he, he, he said that we scaled this business too fast. I hired too many people as a CEO and the founder of the company. So hearing that from him, it's like, that's a valuable lesson in business. Sometimes you <sighs> cannot, you, you have to scale appropriately. If you scale too fast, yes. things like this will happen. How many, how many people came to work and now do not have a job because we scaled this too fast, we overhired. And Apple goes back to this point I'm making about picking superstar players. Apple runs a $2 trillion company and their CFO only uses seven people, seven. So once again, for every employee, and I, I was talking to Christy about this earlier today, I said it earlier this year, every employee, I don't care what position you're in, the only way you're going to have job safety is if you are able to tell your boss, president, senior manager, hey, for whatever you're paying me, I'm getting 7X. You have to know, I don't care what position you're in, they're going to tell you that there are certain political games that you should not play and you cannot speak above a certain rank. If you do not know what revenue you're bringing to a business in a recession, you are going to get fired. And these are things they don't want to tell you because they don't want to make your value in a marketplace go up. Number two, as you are scaling as a business owner, everyone you add to your team, if you have less than 50 employees, need to be able to 10 or 11 extra business. Hiring just to hire is a huge mistake. Fire fast, hire slow is the thing I've always been told. But the things I've been told in like the inner circle is like if you are adding somebody to your team 
and they can't help you 10x, 11x, 20x run a division and help you scale it in six to eight months, you're actually losing money. And now that we're in a highest interest rate environment and it's, it's harder to raise money, more competition, you have to take in consideration. Like look at Facebook. Facebook is probably one of the greatest tech companies of all time and they got ruined by too much debt. That investment into the metaverse is a liability. Big ass L. The talent that they have is an asset, but it does not offset the spending there. When you're spending $50 billion on something that no one asks for, and like the porn stars won't even use the metaverse yet, which is usually a telltale sign for tech for something to be viable. <laughs> this is not me being salacious. This is historical fact, right? There's a reason why like laser disc versus DVD took off. There's certain industries that they'll test. So when you see the OnlyFans girls get on the metaverse, maybe it'd be some viability. There's so not many on there. We got we got we got to wait for the porn to get in the Oculus. Got you, fellas. Do your research, <laughs> but don't get caught up and don't lose your relationship listening to me because I'm gonna be all right. <laughs> got you. Got you. Yeah, Rashad, <laughs> shall we monitor the situation or no? Definitely, <laughs> definitely monitor the situation. We're gonna closely watch the situation. Sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> There's some debate in the chat. Okay, Herschel Walker, he, he was he was not a mediocre player. He was actually a pretty good player. He was good. He was good. Oh, was oh good. you said that's what you used. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He was a good player. Yeah. Not a Hall of Famer. He's not in a Hall of Fame. He's not. He's, he's, not. he's in a Georgia. Is Hall he of Hall of Fame worthy? No. 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 Statistically, no. His trade is Hall of Fame. He he did play in Donald Trump's league, the US SFO. Yep. Ironically enough. You know how to discredit somebody when you get upset. No, he, no, he did. He did. Actually, he has did. it. That actually has he it. Did. He won. He played for the Cowboys. He got a thirty for thirty about it. He played for they, the they, Cowboys. They, 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 when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And tr was traded. Your subtle shade is phenomenal. Uh, the Cowboys traded their whole their whole future. No, Minnesota traded their future for the um Herschel Walker. This is true. In return, the Cowboys got Emmitt Smith, Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman, um, Michael Irvin. That was Michael a hell Irvin. of a swap. Who who was that agent? <laughs> we need to have him come to market Mondays. They use they use that Herschel trade. trade to to win three Super Bowls. Yeah, they they leveraged that to build the whole to build yeah. the, the most popular football team in the world. Nin, um, 92, 93, 95. So in in all, because we have to be fair about the situation, he's not a mediocre player. He's he's actually he was a good a, player, very good player. Won a national championship for the state of Georgia. Yeah, he did. He's a bulldog. Is Mark Zuckerberg the Jerry Jones of tech? <laughs> You, you, I, I love the people faces I, when I come into Meta. I love it. Is he the Jerry Jones? Great start. Ego got in the way. Ruined the franchise. Still the face all in the videos dancing. No, I can't. He's not the Jerry Jones. Who is he then? Spark when you started. From an ownership standpoint. Let me think on that one. Let me think on that. Because I feel like Jerry Jones... He's still widely popular. People still love his, you know, his team. They still Ego ruined the franchise. 
his personal. But I know yeah. the sun don't shine. It won't, it won't allow them. To, his ego, from that standpoint, his ego won't allow his head coach to be great, which won't allow his team to win championships. <clears throat> My entire strategy is for me to be the advocate for the employees that are at Meta to make him then listen. Everyone's going to say this is crazy. Third meeting coming Wednesday, though. We got to be careful talking about the Cowboys. People are very passionate. Cowboys garbage. <laughs> now, if y'all want to take some bets, I'll take all bets. Cowboys won't win a championship next 10 years. America's, Please. America's team. Because <laughs> Pittsburgh originally was supposed to be America's team, but they didn't want the title. Well, that was their fault because the Cowboys are the most, they're the most profitable team in, in American sports. Um, True. And they haven't won. In Great business months. person. Yeah. They are America's team. They are. No debate in that. I think the Yankees might have passed them as the most profitable team. Uh, I don't think so. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, The team that slaughters the natives are the most popular. Yeah. Speaking of which, Jay-Z and Jeff Bezos are potentially teaming up to buy the commanders. What do you guys think of that? I'm getting better at these. I the am, controversial segments and going yes. to a good one. Yeah, yeah. Dan, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Commander fan, so I want to apologize in advance for, for how we've looked over the past 20 years. I'm just a loyal mm. guy to the '80s. We won in '87, we won in '91, and uh, we haven't won since. And I'm just, I'm just a loyal guy. Um, so shout out to Clinton Portis. Shout out to Sean Taylor. Rest in peace. Some of my favorite players. Yes, so. <laughs> they should have just kept that Washington football team. I like that. That was a I like, I like Yeah, Washington Football, football Club was tight. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, it's like, like a soccer. It's like a European yeah. soccer thing. I think KD wants to be a part of that investment group as well. So Kevin Durant. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they get could put something together. Shout out to Kevin Durant. Yeah, good guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. all right. And Kyrie. Shout out to Kyrie Irving. Yeah, oh, bro. Um, and shout out to all of the Cowboys fans. No disrespect. Yeah, be careful. Yeah. No, dis- I don't want no smoke with y'all. That's what I said. The be team- careful, man. The ownership needs to do better for you guys that are supporters and advocates and diehards for the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't want to go through. I got to go to Dallas, I think, in two weeks. Yeah, so- you got to be-, be careful, man. Can we do yeah. stock? Can we do a stock review? Absolutely. You, you want to run some down? Yeah, yeah. Let's all go right, to let the, the pad quick. ready. The pad. I'm going to warm up the pad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is this is where you guys need to ver- pay very close attention. If you're interested in making some money. Absolutely. Let's go through NAPCO um, tickers NSSC. Overall, I like it. The five-year direction has been up. It's it's a sleeper. I will vote yes for that. Next ticker, ACDC. Um, a, p- a few of you asked me about this. Absolutely no. Under no circumstances would I touch this stock. Uh, it's in a, it was in the penny stock range earlier this year. Yes, it shot up, but it's not a good trade. It was at 218 and... Uh, 2018, it's now 24 bucks. Please don't touch it. Next one, CRK. No, I would not touch that. Um, let's go to the next ticker, RDY. Dr. Reddy's, uh, so maybe I don't love it. Next one, TPL, Texas Pacific. Yes, TPL, I do like. All prices, I'm sorry I have to give a stock club, but I will tell you if I like them or not. Uh, the next one is Granger, GWW. Love, especially in a recession, there's a few GWW, John Deere, Home Depot. Those are two that I love. Granger's uh, expensive. It's at five ninety five right now, but if you look earlier this year, it was at four fifty six, and if you go back to twenty twenty one, it was at three sixty nine seventeen. So great growth for this one. Um, let's go to DE John Deere. I like just you. I was gonna say you just spoke about John Deere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, John Deere, I like. 
Uh, Murphy USA ticker MUSA. You can put yes to that. I like that one a lot. Growth is great. GNL is the next ticker. Global Net Lease Inc. No, don't touch that. I wouldn't touch that. Mercado Libre. Nah. Wouldn't touch. I, I will wait to the 450s to touch that one. We that, I think when, when we spoke about Amazon, was that last week when we were talking about yep. look at when we were talking about look at the countries and look at the economies that are building the nail on the head. for their country. That's the yeah. he just gave you the one for South America, y'all. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, that's that's one of my babies. But any retail company right now is going to get beat up pretty bad. Um yeah. yep. next one is boot barn holdings. No, I will wait until that gets to maybe 15 bucks to touch that. Next ticker RGEN. No, I wouldn't touch Costco. I like. Um ironically enough, Costco has not had a negative quarter when i'm looking at my chart since 2010 um in july of 2010 the price was at 32.49 it's at 488.55 now if you've ever been to a costco with the family on a saturday you can see the growth in there incredibly run company i like another one is uh h-a-l-o halo um halozyme therapeutics like a lot they have sleeper i will wait to maybe around 24 bucks to get it they're at 4628 now and lidar lidr i wouldn't the ticker i wouldn't touch it's, it's a penny stock I, I wouldn't touch that so it's only a few in the market right now out of that list that i like nssc um tpl granger john deere musa costco halo those are the ones that are doing well we we're really going to get to see in a recession which companies are going to survive and going to do well and I know it's painful to go through a recession if you've been investing, say, starting in 2020, but you're really going to get to see the great companies separate the, themselves from the companies that were just good or mediocre, but they were propped up by high, high interest rates. You have to learn to love this process of the market being down. And on a trading side, if you learn how to trade incredibly well in this market, when we get back to a stable, slow pace market, you'll be a, a master of the market as well. And if I've made you money. Please put yes in chat. Love you guys. Oh. And these are for long term, not options. I want to be clear. So if you try to do any spreads or anything, that's on you. These are for long term holes only. Please hit the like button. Don't lose your shirt. Please hit the like button. Very important. Mm -hmm. Extremely, extremely important. Hit the like button and share. Very, very important. Okay. Moving right along. Uh, what are top three things traders should be tracking in their trading law? Oh, man, that's a great question. I know we haven't talked trading enough um, in the last couple of weeks. But number one, um, what is your return on investment curve looking like? So one of the things, and it sucks because in this market, if trading has been more difficult for you in the last six months because of the recession, please put yes in chat. And here's how to fix it. Once again, I, I went over it at the top of the show. If you're shorting, you want to put your stop at the top of the market of the previous day. If you're practicing the future, same thing. I know it gives you a lot more risk on your profile to make your also index go up a little bit more, but you need to give your, because how many of us have taken trades? We got the direction right, but we got whipped out. Um, number two, if you're going long, you want to put your stop at the bottom of the low from yesterday. Um, 
And the second thing you want to track after that is your time in the market. So time in the market is going to tell you two important things. If it's less than a minute, either your target is really, really short, which I don't like to do in a volatile market like the one we're in now, or you're getting the direction wrong. So if you're in a trade for less than 45 seconds and you're getting stopped out, it's telling you historically that you're getting a direction wrong. If you're getting the direction right, you should be in your trades anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour and a half if you're going for big targets. Um, and the third thing that I want you guys to track in your journal. Man, I don't want to say it, but I want you to manage how consistent you are in every part of your life leading into your trading. So are you meditating before? Are you working out? Are you doing your push-ups? Are you doing your reading? Because normally the chain that gets broken is the actions before. Like I know people who will turn on the computer five minutes before the market opens and be like, man, I got the direction wrong. I'm like, have you charted the S&P 500, top 30 companies, Dow 30, then went to futures? It's like, no, I, I heard a play on Instagram and <laughs> from, from a fake earn your leisure page, a fake Ian page, and I just want to hop in the market. So I really think during this recession, for those of you that are serious, you need to triple down on your chart time and you need to mark off all of your levels on everything that you want to trade ahead of time because that's going to give you your edge. So like if Meta is going to lay off, hypothetically, 3,900 employees at that amazing company, what would the direction of the NASDAQ future be tomorrow if they lay off 3,900 people up or down? Please put that in chat. Like investing in, in, in trading is not that hard. What is usually off and broken is the discipline in other areas. Like even at, when you guys come to Market Mondays, the number one thing I want you to see you guys with is books or journals of some sort. That way I know you guys are doing the reading um, and, and giving yourself the informational edge that you need to be able to dominate in this market. So those are the three things I want everyone to begin to track to, to be a better investor. Everyone, please put in chat, trading is not hard. The hard part is the discipline. You got to get some of that David Goggins in you. Stay hard. I want you to get out there and start doing your Are you reading? And I know people make jokes on, on TikTok. You ain't be telling y'all to read 50 pages a day. That's impossible. <laughs> y'all be sending 90 DMs an hour in, in invisible mode. And if you just got the money, baby. Anyway. So anyway. Invisible mode. That's dangerous. Hey. And they screenshot the invisible mode anyway. Can you <laughs> or so I've heard. Can you screenshot invisible mode? Oh, yes, you uh, can. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. You have to hold it down to screenshot it. Nah, once you I think once you swipe the page down, it goes invisible. No, no, no. So like if you get a DM, <laughs> yeah. it explodes. It's like a it's like a James Bond thing. Like it explodes in, in like five seconds. So you would have to theoretically hold it and then screenshot it before it. So, some of these girls be screen recording everything. Mm. Fellas, I know because y'all be coming to me. Hey, King, I'm about to get put on child support. What I do, do what I do. Pay it, baby. <laughs> you got to pay it. <laughs> That's a penalty for messing up. Pay the Discipline. Call. <laughs> the right can't, you can't euro out of that. You got to pay the fine, baby. So. <laughs> Ladies, can you screenshot the invisible mode? Come on. The answer Girls, go go break go break girl code. Yes. I didn't come here to yes. hear about Ivy said yes. Ivy 
thank you. Idea yeah. said yes. You can screen. She's she's done it before. I don't want to hear about you getting caught up. You can't come <laughs> to Market Monday's lives in Madison Square because you got caught up. Mm-mm. Charlie says, yeah. I have no idea. Charlie's smart. The invisible mode it, it, it was a was you know, that was the era. Um it's even in Snapchat. Not familiar. There was screenshot there too. So is the fellow. Hey, but ladies, I'm Snapchat gonna give you a gave you notification if you screenshotted it. So now that, you, that I, I, I was. But I, if you had, if you had two phones, though, though, <laughs> two phones. there's but always the other a way. Phone. There's always a way. Yeah, I, we're I, gonna make it do what it do. It lets you know that you screenshotted. That was crazy. That's pretty good technology. Because <laughs> now you can't deny it. Now yeah, you, now, now it's like now, now you got some explaining to do. I, yeah, I know you saw it. <laughs> you can unsend now. So you know, on your chat. On Instagram? No, no, on your on like, iMessage. Yeah, you can unsend. I, unsend really? Yeah, yeah, you can unsend now. That's the na- latest update. Yeah, they yeah, should have yeah. been uh, that. Whoever did that at, at Apple, kudos to you. They must have got caught up at some point. <laughs> yeah, because WhatsApp had it already. WhatsApp had it for years. Yeah, WhatsApp had it for years. Instagram had it for years. Like I don't know why Apple took so. Two long. great innovations by Meta. And so ran the company to the ground. There you go, Mark. There you go, Mark. Boy, ahead of the curve. They put one up on the scoreboard for you, my brother. Ahead of the curve. Um, let's talk about this. Did Elon Musk make a mistake by laying off so many employees as soon as, soon as he came in? Situation. Did he make uh, the mistake? I think the mistake is the the brashness of it because technically, and I, I mean, we got to check California state law. Or just where where where's Twitter's headquarters? I don't know. That's a great question. I, I would assume it would be in California, got, but right. I'm sure he's gonna move it to Austin soon. I, I would have to check the state law on how you have to fire people. Like, or do they have to get a notice of thirty days or sixty days or ninety days? Is there law in place that goes into how people could be let go from a company. I don't think he broke any law. I don't know. I don't I don't know what the the, the employee policies are. For he's that, the richest but. person in the world. So yeah. He, I'm sure he he knows Oh somebody says 60 days. I'm sure he has good HR tonight. I mean Kanye was one of the richest and he said nah, that he, no. Nah, Kanye was never one of the richest. They said Cali requires a 60 day notice or he was on a whole campaign. But no no Kanye was never one of the richest people in the world. Not in the world. He was worth billions. What do you mean? No, there's levels though. Elon Musk might be a trillionaire. You know that. You know that, Ian. There's levels. You know what you know it is. You know there's levels. You know there's levels. No, there's levels. But by you definition, he is. By definition. By definition, but yeah, you know, I would be you quiet. Know, there's, there's, there's levels. You got this out there. You got that. That's different. They're not even counting what they were. Yeah. That's the facts. They're not even on the radar. Yeah. Who also put money into Twitter. That that's why I keep saying, like the the real richest people on earth. You're never going to see. You're going to fly under the radar or pay to stay out of the media. But go look who invested in Twitter. Diddy was one of them. I know uh, yeah. Black Twitter was clowning him for investing in it. But the Saudi family put up a considerable portion of that money for him to be able to ascertain Twitter and take it private. And That was interesting. I saw Puff's name come up in, 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 the, in the conversation. Shout out to Diddy. Yeah, he he to actually Diddy. just um, invested $185 million into a cannabis company and has developed the largest Black-owned cannabis company in the world. Yeah. And that, so like, that would be an industry. And he reposted. He did. Did you, he see, did. That, did you see that, Ian? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. I've, I've been on yeah. social. And it, it was his birthday, so happy birthday to Puff, too. Happy, he did on his birthday. So, yeah. so I did the green screen. No, he did the green screen thing. And uh, he reposted it. <laughs> on his page. 
Oh, that's fire. Yeah. Well, when did he come? He got to come on assets of the liabilities, Mark. Did he? When are you coming to the garden? What we got? The Tavio. <laughs> I got to do a show over there to get him up. <laughs> we can make something happen. Uh, I was just, I was going to say, speaking of puff and marijuana, depending on what happens tomorrow, if let's say the Democrats actually keep the position, that would be an industry, obviously, that you should be. All right. Well, there may be some legislation that gets passed in the next couple of years in regards to marijuana. So that would be something like one of those industries like, all right, let's keep an eye on that if things don't go uh, the way that they're looking right now. What are the top five tickers in the marijuana space? Top five? MJ. Uh, <laughs> those are ETFs, though. I know. CNN, still no good. Tilray. Oh, I'm looking at Tilray. Yeah, Tilray's taking Shout out to Burner. Tilray took a, is taking a beat. It's a great industry to be in, but it's a terrible it's sector in the it's stock the market time. to invest in. It's, it's, yeah. it's actually not profitable right now. Yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it's not really as yeah. profitable as people think. Even Burner, he was telling us he makes more money off of clothes than he makes off of marijuana. Yeah. Um, it's highly taxed, extremely regulated. Yeah, the it's only one I like in the space is still IRPR, and that's, that's not like 100% marijuana. But but yeah. but if if you guys are in the industry, great industry to be in. Yeah. Until they figure out the, the the taxing situation, it just it's gonna be tough. The taxes that are paid on 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 marijuana, it, it, they're they're just ridiculous. If we stay in a recession long enough, uh, they'll be sure to pass some bills though, because you're gonna need some more revenue. No, it's not gonna come from tech for a while. Back to the corner boys. Speaking of recession, what are the what are the three final signs we are heading into a recession? Segways are amazing. Um, number one, massive layoffs. Like when we're seeing the top 20 companies in the world, like Apple has slowed down hiring and any spending outside of research and development that they're going to begin to cut for the year. That's scary. That <laughs> yeah, is not, scary. Hiring freeze for a year. It's tough. For those of you who don't know, that's not good. Um, when we start to see companies have liquidity issues and talk about potential bankruptcy. So um, to see the issue with like FTX and Coindesk pop up, which I think Sam Friedman is crypto's version of Buffett. So to hear any rumbling of them potentially have issues, that really terrified me. I was like, I can't believe they're having issues now. Will they rebound? Will they be okay? Will they be able to get capital? Yes. But we shouldn't be having any concerns about liquidity inside of a company that big and with a team that is that smart. And also when I'm seeing small businesses are not able to pay their rent, they're having so if the biggest companies in the world are laying off 13 to 20% of their workforce, small businesses have to lay off 70% just to stay afloat. And still politically, there's no one who's really given a plan to say, here is how things are going to be better. Like the entire economy has been run into the ground. We've sold off some major assets in the United States of America. We are not innovating fast enough. Most of the toll roads we've sold away, most of the waterways we sold away, and the most technological thing that we've gotten in terms of innovation was reiterations of AOL Instant Messenger. Like IG is just a remix of Pinterest. We haven't had the innovation that we should have had for all the capital that has flown um, into all these companies. And I said it earlier in my story, even with the NFT market, and that was supposed to be the great savior, you don't hear one company that is publicly traded talking about using NFTs to save their company right now, or Web3. A lot of that was a crock of 
Like a lot of these companies are going to die. And I know, I know, Mike clipped this up, Nikki clipped this up. I know people are not going to like the take, but in three months, people are going to say that I'm right about it. We have to find new innovative ways to be able to bring in revenue. And I think we're going to, I know The Lean Startup is a good book, but I think in this upcoming decade, we are going to have like super lean companies. And I'm talking 10 to 25 people in a company and they may make two, $300 million in a year. After that report came out on Apple, immediately the first conversation a lot of people started texting me about is like, how can we run a multi-billion dollar company with only a hundred employees? Like it's too much spending. Everyone is treating their, their budgets for their business like cash money in 2000 and 1999. Too much spending. And it's led to the degradation of America's best companies and our country. Look how much debt we have. It's terrifying. And it's going to get passed on to our kids and grandkids. We need better leadership. We need better systems. We need better innovation. Ian is not running for president. Uh, um, they said my mic is low. Yeah. Hit the, hit, turn your, hit the thing on the focus, right? Yeah, turn the one up a little bit. Yeah, turn it up. It was, it was loud when you talked about Herschel Walker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he suddenly has regressed. How do I sound? How do I sound now, ladies and gentlemen? Better. A little better. So they said you sound good. All right. Um, for the 99 and the 2000. Can we take mm-hmm. a couple questions before we before we wrap this? We haven't done this. Yes. Let's do it. We're so happy to be back live. I love New York, man. I, I want to move out here. New York, city that never sleeps. That is true. Right, let's do this. Ah, oh, my brother. Ah, oh, let's see. Let's get my, my dog up here. King Arthur. I, I knew it. Yes. <laughs> Unmute yourself. Peace, peace. What's good, bro? Man, good to hear your voice. First, I would like to say congratulations on your your, your newborn. I want to congratulate you, man. Right. That is uh, welcome to fatherhood. I'm hoping you I appreciate are it, my brother. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Congratulations. Uh, so the, the question I had um, is 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 given given that uh, we have you know the the situation that we're going into, Ian. Where you said you know tech is taking a beating. Everybody is overspent. What are those industries do you think that we should be looking to invest in and or build out that are going to actually, uh, you know, be profitable? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, money is still going to be made. You Absolutely. Know? So where, where are those places that people should look to to invest? What industries and and what industry should people be looking to start small businesses in and or and or work for um, as we move forward? Damn, you asked great questions. Man, we need to have you on every week. Um, my, my two favorite sectors outside of tech is number one, healthcare, and number two, biotech. So biotech is a little bit more risky, but healthcare for sure. Um, Eli Lilly, McKesson, Ecolab, United Healthcare would be like the top four. I'm looking took, at, I mean, I, you took Striker out of your top? Oh, Striker's in there too. I can't okay. leave them out. Right. Yeah. Right. So the, those would be like everyone in chat, you can put those uh, five in. Biotech is a little bit more risky, so you have to do a lot more research as far as companies to build a business in. Um, financial services is the number one. Now, and, and I've tweeted this publicly. The first company that can give a twenty percent return for ten years straight will be the first five trillion dollar company on earth. 
So if you want a big, big, grandiose idea, um, no one has kind of cracked that code. And I think I have a ideation on how to do it. Secondly, um, I think that the biggest businesses are going to be the one that solves the problems and art. We've talked about this before, but it has to get back to basics of what problem can you solve at scale? One is education. I like Coursera. I like those kind of apps. But if we can get a certificate like education, let's say from like a Harvard or a Penn or Morehouse, but distill that information to kids ages three to eight and make it in a super short form, multi-billion dollar idea. Yeah, that's good. So, hey, Arthur. Yes, sir. You know why I'm smiling, right? <laughs> why is that? We we just had this conversation the other day. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah we, we, me and Troy didn't have this conversation. Like, that's crazy. That little that. little things that people need to tweak, even on the crypto side. Like the the promise and premise of crypto is amazing. Even if they just told their customer base like what the drawdown was, because most people aren't even looking at drawdown. But if you can have better risk management, if a company can for real produce a hundred percent a year for three or four years. Like El Salvador made a push for Bitcoin to become like the predominant currency and it failed. But what if they would have called it at 20,000? By 2026, if it did go to 116, he would look like a genius and then probably could forcefully go take over other countries. That's why I'm like, price matters so much in everything. But those are just a couple ideas. I know, I know it's only supposed to be one question, but can I get a follow-up from you? Of course, you family, go ahead. All right, so um, given that you, you pointed towards healthcare, biotech, and those types of industries, generally, those are the industries that, you know, they require a degree in order for you to move forward uh, substantially, either in healthcare and in the medical field. I mean, even as a nurse, you have to go to college. Mm -hmm. um, and so, um, obviously, you know, we, we've, we've been in this movement over the last three to five years, kind of uh, pushing the, the not, ne not necessarily to say that the college degree isn't important, but to say that there are other alternatives, given that those are the two industries that, um, oh, and, and you mentioned education that, you know, that you feel are very important. Do you think that it behooves our community to reconsider uh, the importance of that college education, because how do we move into biotech and the healthcare if we don't have those people with degrees able to actually do the work within those industries? I would argue if people are not trying to, well, let me phrase this kindly first. Do you think enough people in our community want to move into the healthcare and biotech space? Uh, I would say that, I would say no. I would say we underappreciate the, the need to move in one as it uh, as it applies to our community as much as our community actually needs it um and then two just like you said in terms of the profit opportunity I think that you know our community has kind of been jaded um to a certain extent to to uh you know to pursue those types mm -hmm. of, of of fields and I but I think given the transition that we're going through right now it's imperative, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's imperative that we move into those situations. So one, we can take care of ourselves, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, if we want, if you want to go to a doctor that's black, 
somebody has to be a black doctor. So, yep. I mean, if I always say if, you're, if somebody has to fight the war and if it's not your kids, you know, if we're not encouraging our kids to go be doctors, who ultimately becomes a doctor? If we don't encourage our kids to become professors, then who becomes the professor? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, I think that we're, we're reaching a point now where our community, while we have now in large part, thanks to you guys, have realized that education is much broader than college, and we must maintain that 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 mm-hmm. that, that that push. I think we have to find a balance now, where we must take a a a, a strategic stance, yep. stance in, in 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 moving into those industries. Otherwise, we leave ourselves vulnerable to I the agree. point where the the healthcare and the education industries boom once again. And we, you know we're beholden to other communities to provide the healthcare that we need and to provide the education that we need. And you know we're in the exact same situation we've been in for the last you know 100 years. I mean, I have an idea. Hypothetically, let's say if we can get 100,000 people to go to, let's take a, a not Google, and we can say, hey, we see that Apple is because of the watch and the data that you guys have been collecting or they've been collecting um is going to make a big push in the healthcare and all of a sudden because of the 2020 and, and COVID, google said hey if you have a certificate you won't even need a degree so mm. if we can get a hundred thousand of us to say hey we know search is up 57.5 percent year over year growth in cloud is up 57.62 percent youtube growth is up 46.9 percent but if we can get a hundred thousand of us to get certificates and we can now make a Google health division, that will be your second biggest revenue driver next to search, which you be behind this initiative. Going back to everything that we bring to a company has to be dollar driven. Now, if we go and talk that talk to Sergey and the board there, we have to come in droves and see that people will complete, will be able to pass and then we'll be able to build a pipeline for tech google in this example to dominate the industry because if you don't think that google isn't looking at what apple is doing and saying that i can take out lily or mckesson or striker in comparison with all the data that they have and even though with all the numbers and growth that youtube has had the overall growth for the business year over year is only 34 percent. the healthcare space alone will put them probably at 83 percent year over year growth and give them a hundred year path to prosperity then we may have a solution Sounds good, man. See you guys in New York. Thank you, family. I appreciate you. Always a pleasure, my brother. King Arthur's Court. Appreciate you. And Meta, if you choose not to listen, I'll go to Google or TikTok or whomever. Fan base. Shout out Isaac Hayes. (laughs) Yes. Nicole, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Hello, guys. How are you? How are you, Queen? All right. So I have... You guys made an interesting comment to kind of educate us on voting because I was one of the ones is, look, we voting for one sector and they're not doing anything for specific to us, right? So with the information you gave us, have you already thought about or put plans in place to do like a EYL Black Super PAC? I think it, I think it could be simple as if we got 40 million Blacks in the country allegedly Everybody can get a give a minimum of a dollar at minimum, you know what I'm saying? Or five dollars. And then we throw our rich blacks in. You know, you guys have met a few. You guys are popular. 
why couldn't we? Why shouldn't we? And what plans can we put into place now to get that going? My my morale is is down. I'm tired of our people apologizing, folks not educated on their history, and we we divided. Let's just do something about it and put the money together and change things. It's a great question. Michelle, you want to take it? It's called stay tuned. It's definitely something that I mean for sure. I mean, you know, that was that was the whole point of, of just even, you know, having that conversation is to kind of, you know, of course, stuff like that, you know, it takes time. But yeah, no, that's what you just said. Everything you just said is kind of already in line with a lot of the things that, you know, at the very least, I don't know what everybody's thinking, but at least what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was having, that's why I called 19 Keys. I spoke to Ian today, um, this morning. And, you know, I feel like, um, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I, I think um, a lot of times if you listen to how, uh, when we do interviews, a lot of times we ask questions because we're prying for information, right? So if somebody has information, we're gonna to try to pry it out because we we feel like it could be beneficial, not for us but our community. And so when you, it's kind of like a like a little cliffhanger. But when you hear the episode, you're gonna hear these type of questions because we want to know because I feel like implementation is the next step. Um, but we need to know the steps to make sure that mm-hmm. we're doing it correctly, and we need to know it from the people who are in that, you know, the positions of power or in the positions that have the knowledge. Um, so yeah, you're dead on. I, I feel your passion. I feel your hurt. Um, and so that's what yeah. we're here for. We, we're here for solution-based uh, options and we're here to uh, create, you know, not for us, like I said, but for, for generations to come. Um, like we said, we, we've seen the history, we understand the history, but we also here to make history. So um, stay tuned alert has been issued. Yeah. yeah. My, my main thing, being an investor, the number one, everyone, please write this down. The number one thing in every venture that you take upon is risk mitigation. My only thought about this movement is that we need to be quiet in it. Like hypothetically, name me the top five biggest donors of the Senate Leadership Fund. Maybe Ramp, I, go ahead, Queen. Well, if you say top, I'm going to think of people who have money or who are in power right now. So it would be the Jewish, it would be the gays, probably. Um, and this is just off of, I'm seeing things getting, I see them getting things done. So obviously they got some money, right? Uh, maybe the NRA, cause all these school shootings, but we can never get guns banned. You know what I mean? Um, maybe Apple, maybe Microsoft, you know, maybe the top corporations. So that would just be my guess off the top of my head. As Rashad would say, I said it to say, if we do not move in silence, the reason why I didn't even want him to say it earlier is I, I'm if we can just be very honest, and I'll say this in the most loving and kind with everyone. We're the only group and community on earth that announces, I'm going to pull up on you when I see you, and now we're going to go to war. Everyone else just goes to war. So even in who is funding and even the leadership, the celebrities, athletes, et cetera, I think that plan has to be crafted, initiated, and deployed very carefully and quietly while not choosing to disrupt the powers that be. I agree. Because, you know, we yeah. never heard about anybody raising money and we just see things getting done. So to us, it looks like, oh, that's 
racist, but I don't even think that matter. I think if you put money in somebody's hand, they're going to do what you want them to do. You know what I mean? I'm to the point where I don't care if you don't like me. If we can do business and both of us can benefit from it and we both feel like it's fair, then I'll work with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But how are they doing? What are they doing? Are they holding meetings <laughs> once a year at a place? Like, Let's take a TV timeout uh, only because I don't want any of us to be in jeopardy. And whenever I see Rashad do this to his head, because nah, I, I stress, I stress him out a lot. Nah, so I, 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 nah, that's the TV timeout. No, no, I actually have a headache. <laughs> but I, I appreciate, I appreciate the comment, and um, definitely, you know, something that we definitely have to work towards. And um, but I, I wanted to say this: um, let's talk about the top ten donors, because it is public information. Top ten mm-hmm. donors for midterm election this year this year so let's start at number 10 actually and work our way up to the uh can anybody put if anybody can guess three out of the 10 then we'll give them a surprise without using google that's gonna be tough oh yeah yeah uh larry ellison is the yes. uh 10th he's he's uh donated 31 million dollars to republican campaign ceo peter, of oracle oracle yeah oracle ceo peter teal co-founder of paypal Number nine, he donated $32 million to the Republicans. Uh, Stefan Schwartzman, um, from Blackstone Group, he donated, mm-hmm. he donated $35 million to Republicans. Fred Eichner, uh, he donated $35 million to Democrats. Um, Sam Bankman Freed. Yes, FTX fan. He donated $39 million to Democrats. Buffett of crypto. Uh, Timothy Mellon. Um, he donated $40 million to Republicans. Uh, Jeff Yaz donated $47 million to Republicans. Um, Kenneth Griffin. Yeah, I like Ken. Gotta be on there. Donated $68 million to Republicans. Richard Yuna donated $80 million to Republicans. And number one, Mm -hmm. George Soros donated $128 million to Democrats. Power, money to get power, power to protect money. George Soros, what fun. Ken Griffin, Citadel, shout out Citadel, JP Morgan, GTS, New York Bank of Mellon. This is why I tell you, if you get into finance and understand investing, your job at that point is to understand the price points and which to buy everything. Politicians are for sale. So in the grand scheme of things, talking about levels, politicians are like acquiring artists. So the, the president will be Drake. The Super PAC and Ken Griffin will be Lucian Grange. Mm. Midterm elections, maybe 21 Savage. The game is the same. It just has different players in it. Money to get power, power to then protect money. Thank you, Nicole. Thanks. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The views expressed here 
are not representative of Earn Your Leisure, Ian Dunlap, or Red Panda, the Red Panda Rebellion, or 19 Keys, or Wall Street Trapper. Please don't cancel me. I ain't got the bag. I got I got like a little duffel. I'm trying to get a big bag. Boy, if my meta pass don't work, <laughs> these were not my comments. Boy. <laughs> Mr. Beast, hit me back in case we need a backup channel. <laughs> Boy, I may be on Brilliant Idiots with Schultz this week. <laughs> at this at this rate <laughs> my boy can say what he wants to you straight he nah, 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 I'm a headache, <laughs> day, I'm a headache causer I know <laughs> baby I'm a headache causer ain't it yeah see <laughs> yeah big headache giver I know he was like oh lord oh lord please don't no. Google oh, 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 yes. oh no we went too far shout out Kyrie <laughs> love you boy there's Probably, certain things we yeah, gotta no tiptoe point. around. I'm uncancelable except in like two areas. I don't want to go nowhere near them ponds. Pondy replay, pondy boat. <laughs> Ooh, we're gonna start making see why we pre-record. We're gonna make these 45 <laughs> minutes. Jada Kiss Cafe. Thank you for the research. <laughs> yes, yes. Kiss Kiss yes. Cafe. Shout out to him. Shout, shout out to him. Shout out to Kiss, man. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Kiss. Um, and uh, shout out to the good folks at Ally. We want to let you know about a great choice if you're looking yes. to invest. Ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and our relentlessly focus on doing it right for both our customers and our communities. Get with Ally so you can bank, so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. For everything we need, we're all better off with an Ally. Yep. Shout out to Ally. Absolutely, Ally. Can we please hop on your YouTube channel tomorrow? <laughs> just in case what crazy the website oh, Drake top three all time of course top five, gotta start having some... he's top five for sure you he feel, may you be the it? most consistent of all time you feel an album I really am like, like he, he wanted because you know everybody wants to the techno joint that he put out like if you go to like Mexico or Miami or something you know you do your little Miami poppy vibes yeah, good album, but he came back rapping, rapping. Yeah, on this one. Yeah, the most consistent of all time. LL like held that title for a long time. I don't know LL? anybody more consistent than LL was consistent as hell for a long time. Uh yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah, you got, you got Dra it. Drake's getting you in like it. he's in his own J territory. Basically, say what you want to about the boy, but her loss, her loss. Yeah, nah, that's I what like, I tell all I my exes. It. Her loss. I Baby should have stayed. Mike put this up. <laughs> we thank them. No, we thank them. No, we thank them. Yes, I wouldn't be the man I am today exactly. without the experiences that we shared with each other. And I was not as good exactly. as I could have been. Exactly. Yes, how, how much you've grown from the experience. How much yes. you've learned. That's why I love life flourishing now. You see me glowing? You know Got my T-zone right? You have to go through that to get to this. Yes, everything. Yes. Bad relationships are a considerable investment. Please consult your advisor. If you have to ask her to believe in you, she does not. Pick someone who does and you shall flourish. This is True. brought to you by the good folks at EYL and Ian Dunlap for Red Panda. Earn Madison love. Square, earn your love. When that's dropping? February 14th? February 14th. The Tavio. Get the Tavio on the phone, please. Somebody call the Tavio. Listen, 
Who are we doing? Please get the Tavio on the phone. It's much needed. Uh, can we get one more question before we finish this? Yes, thing? please. Let's go to uh, let's go to L.A. Green. Oh, is it? That's live, a dope right? name. Hello. How's it going? Is it live? Yeah, yeah. It's L.A. It's definitely L.A. for sure. Oh, all right, all right. L.A. What up, man? <laughs> What's good with it? I just wanted to ask if uh, uh going back to the Kanye West Kanye West situation when it, when it, um J.P. Morgan froze his bank. Tread uh, lightly. Hold on. TV timeout. Yo, type the question in chat, bro. Type the question in chat, bro. It, it ain't one. It ain't one of those. It ain't one of those. Okay. I just thank you. Know, like, would a, would a better alternative would have been if he would have put that money into the J.P. Morgan stock, or could they still have forced him out of that? They wouldn't no, have been they able could. to force him out of the stock. Yeah, there's nothing they could have done with that. I don't think so. But um, yeah, no, no, they, they they wouldn't have been able to force him out. Um, but also when you, when the amount of capital that he had, it wouldn't be wise to put all that capital into one stock. If that money was for the company, if he still needed to buy materials and raw materials to make the Yeezys and products and, and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's all I will say about that. That, uh, that wouldn't have been you the, don't really me as the type of person that invests in stocks, though. I could be wrong, but he doesn't seem like the type of person that, that's interested in investing in stocks. That's Huge kinda, mistake. That's yeah. one of the reasons why I, I kind of knew his um his net worth was a majority of it was tied up in Yeezy. And we found that out the next mm -hmm. day after that fell apart. Um, but I think that he will, I think he'll be back though. Um, direct to consumer. I'm, I'm hearing some, I'm hearing some, some information. So yeah, yeah me too. It, it looks like it's going to be risky. Uh, I think he, I think, he has I, I think the first three months will be solid after that. It's going to be tough. He has a history of not, well, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to reveal things that I'm not supposed to. I do hope he gets legal representation in his corner that is not acting as power of attorney. Hmm. I would that's been the and definitively I can say that from multiple sources. I'm playing the Stephen A game now. Multiple sources have told me that. Yeah. And also, when you have an attack similar to the one that he is going through that is not by coincidence i'm going to tread lightly it is not by coincidence who put those people in place to destroy that brand and so even the 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 bipolar narrative and the medication narrative you got to go look at what the clause said and some of those agreements on who could take over the company if he was on or off medication that was not there prior to certain relationships but what do I know? I'm just a dude who picks stocks out. Meta, I will see you Wednesday, though. Yeah. I was going to say, yay. I feel like it was, he had the rent when he was talking about he didn't invest in crypto. But I know he bought, I feel like he bought Kim $100,000 worth of stock or some, some crazy number like that. It was Apple, Disney, and Amazon. So he's mm -hmm. familiar with it. I don't, Which were great picks and bought them at great times. Yeah, like, he's not an right. idiot. Like, Kanye yeah. is smart. But he needs people around him that he can trust. And then also another issue with not listening is usually a sign of lack of trust in the people around you. On one end, I can argue Zuckerberg needs to listen to employment and the leaders there also has a trust issue. Same with Kanye. But that is also done by design to help tear apart your company. Because remember, even with um, 
if you look at the narrative of Zuckerberg Kanye, this is the exact same branding plan that they ran on Steve Jobs to push him out of Apple. And then they destroyed Apple. And after Scully could manage it the way Steve could, they had to bring him back in. The biggest component I want everyone to focus on in this downfall, in this current moment of Kanye, is the negotiation of his contract and never give anybody power of attorney in your business. Huge mistake. I don't care what no manager tell you. Don't do it. Give me 50 million, I'm going to quit. Period. Quit. So. Period. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Be it's real. been a very eventful Market Mondays. Uh, Madison Square Garden, 1127. Jada Kiss is confirmed. Mm-hmm. In the building. Peter Tuckman will be in the building. Josh Brown will be in the building. Mm-hmm. Josh Jones will be in the building. Suspon will be in the building. Don Peebles will be in the building. Mass Investor. Two Stock Shakur. Earn Your Leisure will be in the building. Special Trap coming. Trap, I need you to come too. There you have it. <laughs> I'll pay. I'll have it. Uh, Joe Biden, what are you doing? You coming or not? Nah? Me and Joe Trap Biden. ain't doing no more Patreons unless you come. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? We put some... Corey, what are we doing? Shout out to the team. And, oh, and congrats to Ian for getting married uh, a couple of weeks ago as well, too. Shout out to Joe Button Podcast. Shout out to Math, Math Hoffa. Hoffa. You coming. My expert. This is opinion. Hoffa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out to them, man. Shout out to Rory and Maul. Yeah, shout out to Rory and Maul. They was in London right after we left London. Where? Yeah, they did a show. Oh, that's London. fire. Oh, like a, they had a live show out there? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's uh, fire. Okay. So, so shout Damn, out to all like... the... 85 South, horrible. Yeah, horrible. Why, why are all the podcasts breaking up? Hey, go back to my question I asked, though, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why they don't want to just do a bunch of I don't of know what they punches. make, bro. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they make. You know. You, you just smart. You won't be stupid like me and put all the bitches out there and make enemies. I'm learning. The Tavio. Where's the Tavio <laughs> when you need him? Where's the Tavio when you Shout out him? to him. He got his own, oh, he got his own show. He got his own show a bag over there in Revolt. I'll say it, boy. Shout Maybe I go pick me a little satchel up. What are we doing? Shout out to Dion. Shout out to the Tavio. Revolt has done the best job of amplifying black voices and, and diversifying their content. Mm-hmm. And they need they need to um, be credited for that. And say what you want about Diddy, but he employs more black people than anybody else in the space. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a fact. His whole staff is black. And a lot of them are women. Yeah. Not yeah. not a lot of people have that. Like I said, say what you want about Diddy, but and I've seen it firsthand. Literally 90% of his staff is black. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. We've been to a few companies. Charlamagne and God. Oh, what are we doing tomorrow since we're not going to be on that? Um, uh, I, I'm uh, learning, <laughs> but he, no, he did make a good point. He was like, "It's election day," so it didn't make sense. Okay, so yeah, hey, no reason. Before we go, before we go, I want to let everybody know that this Sunday, special person in the EYL family is uh, having his birthday. 
And so I want everybody to, to, to wish him a happy birthday in advance. Abdullah, my brother. My, I don't yes. know what to call him at this point, man. MVP. I've watched this young man since he was nine years old, y'all. Nine yeah. years old. So to have him celebrate another year of life, man, I, I, I'm looking forward to Is it. Is his birthday today? Not Sunday, Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Okay. I was like, oh, yeah, so okay. I want to wish him a happy birthday. Uh, everybody go hit him up on, on, on IG. Go follow him. Um, this dude is one of the hardest working people, one of the most organized, one of the most dedicated, one of the most diligent people that I know, man. And so I'm so proud of him. Um, more life to you, my brother. We shall live it mm -hmm. up. We shall. You know how we do, man. More bottles. So shout out to Abdullah, man. The youngest in charge. He's the youngest in charge, and he's a very efficient person. And he's mm -hmm. extremely uh, detailed and very intelligent. And uh, absolutely, very superstar. Very I asked him behind the scenes in London, King, how many tasks you get done per day? 100, 150? So, yeah, somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah, he's always working, bro. Gets it done, man. Always working. Nashville, Tennessee. We will see you this weekend. Yeah. Surprise. Or maybe, or maybe we won't see you this weekend. Wait, what? <laughs> Both things could be true. Maybe we won't. <laughs> Could be. We Shout out be, to my mom and dad. <laughs> we will be at the iHeart. What is it? I don't know what it's going to be. Don't. Called. Yes. Yeah, we could be there. It's a so celebration of events. Yeah. That That is true. That's true. Yes. First time in Nashville. Um, shout out to my guy, Loon. I got to hit him up. Yeah, shout out Loon. Oh, he's out there? He lives there. Loon cooking. Yeah, he lives there. Loon cooking, yo. Oh, wow. Uh, and Slim and Husky, we got to hit them up also. Our boys, yeah. Nashville, Tennessee. What's the mm -hmm. vibes? I will be Nashville there fire. for a good time, not, not a long time. time. You not know how this time. thing goes. Friday night, we outside Nashville, Tennessee. You know, anytime we come to the cities, it's a motion picture. Yeah, in the BB King. Okay. So if you're in yeah. Nashville, what is the vibes? Let us know where to eat. Let us know where, you know, where to go. Friday night specifically. And um, yeah, my first time in Nashville. So I'm looking forward to it. Nashville is a very rich city when it comes Absolutely. to music. It is, it is very integral in, in the musical landscape, the blues, um, very rich history when it comes to music in Nashville. So I'm looking forward to that. And a lot of good, good food, people, a lot yeah. of good people, rest in peace to Daryl Freeman. He was from Nashville. Slim Huskies from Nashville. Um, Snoop. Two yes. Two Chains yes. partner. Yes. She's from Nashville. Oh, she's from Nashville? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Went to went huh. to Vanderbilt. I think so. Yep. My guy Loon is from Nashville. Yeah, Loon amazing. So we got a nice little Nashville crew. Loon got Umar and Lil Baby. I said, boy, you cooking. Yeah, yeah. definitely Loon's did. doing his thing right definitely now. Shout out to Loon, man. Good dude. Good, good dude. I'm happy that that's happening for him. Um, Absolutely. I think, he, I think he's on quality control. They have a, a podcast label. I think he's on that. But mm -hmm. um, good dude, man. Super solid. And uh, I like his social media clips. He's very entertaining. Entertaining. Yes. It's <laughs> my guy. Yes, yes, I, yes. I told him, I'm like, he is what tax zone would have been if tax would have stayed out. Podcast Jeezy. I don't have no back end deals with, with Lil. I just rock with him. I like him. He's solid. He's solid. Facts. Facts. Um, all right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Harvey episode coming out tomorrow. Uh, that's the Invest Fest Classic. live conversation. That's that's one of them ones. Way too hit a Donald Trump story. Um, 
And wait till you hear the Miss, <laughs> America, Miss Universe story. Um, Juski. That's it, a lot of pressure, too. Not to cut you off, but, man, he put on a hell of a show on that stage. Like, even seeing a bit behind the scenes and, like, he was almost tired. Then he, like, lit up when it was time. Man, I had to leave. I'm like, that's a lot of pressure going after him. <laughs> after Tyler. Ooh, let me go recalibrate. <laughs> so, for anyone that is on social media, if you are building a uh, forward-facing brand, please go watch that episode to see how he performed also. The information was great, but his cadence, the timing, the jokes, the business, like, I wouldn't have took notes for three hours on how he went from comedy to serious to God to business like that arc. And I still don't have the algorithm for it. If y'all can make that call and, you know, maybe speed up the process. But I think that's one of the best interviews. Of course, the first one was classic, but just to see him live and he put on the masterclass on how to present information is one of the best I've ever seen. We got another one. That's a fact. We got one. Got another shout one. out to Drewski. Asses over liabilities on television. Check right it out. Now. And the YouTube comes out on Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I'm going to get some sleep, man. I'm tired. We've been traveling around the world for two weeks. We went from Columbus, Ohio to Chicago mm-hmm. to LA to New York City to London. London. To Paris. And back again. We get to sleep in tomorrow. At least it wasn't at 5 a.m. this time. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. But the show must go on no matter what. Um, so keep the ball rolling, keep hustling. The year's almost over. Finish strong. Yep. And um plan yeah. 2023. Put in comments, biggest lesson y'all learn tonight. Love y'all. Love is love. Be good to each other. Reach out. Go text somebody. Call somebody. Chop in with your people. Love is love. Peace. Peace. Get some rest. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.